everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Adventurous Tech Talk. It's Aurélien, I'm here with Glenn and Darcy. And today we'll be discussing uh, a topic, uh, what do we say at cocktail parties or to people on a plane? So personally, I haven't taken a plane in a while. I'm sure everybody else also. Uh, and I haven't been to a cocktail party in a while either. Uh, and I, I have to say that not many people know what a real estate investor is and they don't really know what to associate with it. Uh, the part I like the least, I like the least about my job is the landlord aspect of it. So I don't really discuss it. Yeah. Uh, what I love about my job is finding deals, negotiating, coming up with a business plan, and then executing. Uh, I don't really have many investors that I deal with, so I don't try to talk about that either. I'm I'm a little more excited now uh, to talk about what I do since it has to do with development, affordable housing, green housing. So these are topics that generate um in, in interesting conversations so these are topics that i uh yeah the, this, this is more uh, towards this is more what towards what i lean now so this is my take on this um, on this topic what are, what about you guys i think the same way like when i'm doing these conversations the you like what cuz i love having these questions cuz i sat and i thought about this for a long time cuz when you get a self yourself think about what you're doing it, it really makes you think about what you're doing before i just did it right you didn't even really think about it but um basically what i thought it was i wasn't i'm not trying to raise money like what is the purpose of the conversation and it wasn't it's not to raise money i, I don't raise money from having these conversations with people on planes and stuff i literally was just on a plane to like last month to new orleans and then over to uh, las vegas and then back to toronto right so i I did have these conversations on a plane. And what I've found is even saying I'm a real estate investor, it, it honestly isn't very interesting to people. I like to have, I'm just trying to have like a conversation to get going. Um, and they found a lot of people like, oh, they just assume they know what you talk, do already when you say you're a real estate investor. So what I started, to, what I said on the, I remember because I was on the plane sitting beside this guy who was a traveling nurse. And uh, he's like, yeah, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I run a podcast. He's like, oh, so what's your real job? Oh, I, I run a podcast and he's just like, what, as a real job, you can really do that as a job. And then it, you know, it trickled into the real estate. And um, I think the, the hook was you needed, you needed a hook to get them interested, to get the conversation going. Um, Cause I just wanted to have a conversation. It's a long plane ride and I'm not good at sitting by myself. Uh, I, I forgot my earphones. So I wasn't <laughs> like listening to my books or anything like that. So I, well, I did bring my earphones but they were checked. So I, I messed that up. Um, but a lot of things, as soon as you start bringing up real estate their automatic first question is, oh, so you're a realtor. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a realtor. Uh, that's, that's not what I do. I don't sell properties. And they're like, oh, so you flip homes, right? No, it's not really that either, right? Um, but I think with a lot of this is to off the start is to determine if they're even interested in this topic. If they're not interested in this topic, gauging your audience, don't push this topic because people who don't want to hear about real estate do not want to, want hear, to hear about, about real estate. <laughs> Whenever I hang out with my family, um, I do not talk real estate, believe it or not, ever, because it nobody wants to hear it. Even my brother, he used to be my business partner, does not want to hear about real estate. We mostly talk about hockey, because that's what my brother likes, and I gauge the room, and I know that if I talk about hockey, it's going to be a hit. 
we talk about real estate, it's going to be they're, they're going to be trying to change the subject on me the whole time, right? So know who you're talking to, right? Um, but I like to let them ask me questions. If they are interested, they will bring the topic to me, and then we can continue it. And and this is also the way I'm premising this is about talking to someone who isn't a real estate investor, because it's different if you go to a real estate meetup or something like that, and you are hanging out with real estate investors, because they are interested in real estate. Um, and, you know, a lot of times, at least uh, off the start, I like to I, I prefer a warm intro when I'm talking to random people. So they, they need, people know who I am. Uh, and so I usually walk around with somebody, at least off the start that I know. <laughs> and I also, I like to, you know, it, it, starting random conversations isn't the easiest thing in the world either. Um, but anyway, I, I usually start like that. And I usually ask them what they do. And what often happens, believe it or not, is people like to talk about themselves, right? So the way I usually talk about real estate um, with uh, real estate investors is I basically interview them. People love to talk about themselves and their own projects and everything. And you know what? Even the newest newbie has something to teach you, whether you believe it or not. And even if it's so new and so green and they're making so many mistakes, you don't have to correct them. You don't have to tell them all these things that they're doing things wrong. But you can take away from that and you can <laughs> you could do a podcast on it to try and uh, share common mistakes. You could um, gently show them what you're doing without trying to push it in their face because people don't like to be told they're wrong either. Um, mm -hmm. But there's always something to take away from this. And, you know, maybe they have they know somebody that you'd like to know. There's always something. It doesn't have to have an agenda. Sometimes it's just nice to talk to people. Um, but people do like to talk about themselves. And if you can uh, let them talk about yourself and get a few things about yourself in, in all honesty, at least I, what I think happens is they go home and they go, yeah, that Glenn guy? He was the nicest guy ever. I feel, that's what I picture. They're talking to their wife. Yeah, he's the nicest guy ever. And they're like, oh, so uh, what does he do? Uh, U.S. real estate. So what do you, how does he do it? I don't know. I, I don't know how he does anything. I'm like, I know he does U.S. real estate, but honestly, I think I just talked about myself the whole time. And then I think that they might look me up if they're interested in it. It's, you just needed to plant the seed of what you do. You don't need to force it down their throat. You, need, you just have a conversations. You have fun. Ideally, you have a drink. And uh, if they're interested, you've planted the seed and they can come back to ask you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a different experience in, in Vancouver, okay. uh, where I am. I'm an extrovert. So on an airplane or at a cocktail party, I'm talking to everybody. So you know, that's what they're up to. Often you know them or you don't know them. Yep. Uh, a plane, it's, hey, are you going out or are you coming home? Or, or you know, uh, and people want to, I like it. I like to share and, but I also have my headphones ready to put in and listen to a book. Um, and I've usually got the tray filled with my journal and other things already. But I, in BC, uh, real estate leads on front page of the Vancouver Sun almost every day uh, for probably for the last 10 years. Real estate market is insane here, and everybody's talking about quote their real estate, whether that's their condo or their single family home, or they're putting a suite in it. I, I, it leads almost every conversation will at some cocktail party or whatever will be about real estate. Now, yep. whether it's insane or how their kids are going to ever afford anything, or how their son or daughter is looking for a place to live, um, 
you know, all of that. Um, so it's front of mind for us. I, I probably proposed this this uh, idea to speak on this, this time. I get two responses. The first one, the cocktail parties when they find out what I do, or um, is the uh, recoil in horror. Oh no! And then you, what will follow will be the one time or the handful of times that they rented a suite in their house, and it went terribly. And I feel terrible for people that have had that experience. We did too. Our first house in Toronto, we um, uh, it had a legal suite and we rented it to a, a couple and it they were awful they were just awful we picked a young couple who looked clean and fresh and smiling and we made a terrible mistake and they were fighting all the time um, it was a really horrible experience my neighbors hated them my neighbors finally told us what they were doing when we were gone as soon as we go out the door um, it, was a, it was a terrible experience it didn't turn me off and I've got a lot of reserves of uh, optimism but it was a really difficult time for us and um, pretty frustrating. Um, and that's the worst. That's the hardest time. Do you find that people like to tell more stories, like when they're talking about their own stuff, that people like to tell more stories about like terrible tenants? Oh, totally, or, totally. Or yeah. big money that they made. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's always the first when they talk about tenants, because other people see that as then, you know, uh, they're It's down to earth money. more too, right? It's, it's yeah. not bragging. Yeah, and the tenant stories, usually it's one or two ways. The tenant stories, which are just usually horrible. And I, if 100% of all my tenants were terrible, I'd be out too. You know, I don't have just one that's either vacant or full. It's either got a good tenant or a bad tenant. You know, I'm dealing with 500. And at any one time, there's five people that are acting socially irresponsible. That's going to happen. You just the ratio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just numbers. Um, and it's a business. It's not my private home with someone I'm living cheek to jowl with and I have to see in the driveway every night and every morning and I have to hear their fights and they have to hear my feet on the, on the floors above them. That's a different thing and that, that's hard. I don't. I wouldn't want to be in that as well. Um, but the other way, the other more common response is curiosity. So what's that like? And if someone does ask that, I do tell them. I, I have a, you know, probably a friend of mine, an elevator speech of what we do and I say we, um, my partners and I, I syndicate the purchase of distressed buildings. We buy them out of the five Ds, debt, death, dementia, divorce. Um, there's another one. Um, and that's where we bought these all from, um, gambling. Um, and they're just badly managed. We buy them and we fix the problems with it. And I really like fixing problems. I like um, the creativity of, of doing this kind of work, of imagining a better building that's healthy and efficient and imagining it filled with people that are enjoying their lives and being some part of that process of, of restoring, you know, uh, three-story walk-up wood frame buildings built in the 70s uh, with copper wiring. You know, uh, something silly like that. I said, I really like doing that. I like dealing with tenants uh, for the most part. I love to help. I, so some part of me wants to be helpful, wants to be useful, wants to be of use and service, um, likes to fix problems. Um, you know, I must have some deficit in my personality that likes to be acknowledged for that. Uh, people go, well, thanks for fixing that, Darcy. You're useful. You should take another breath. Someone should feed you sometime this day. Um, so, you know, that something like that is probably going on. Um, so I, I, I see a high social value to this as well. Um, I borrowed this from my friend Julianne Harvey. He says this all the time, just taking care of her patch of the sidewalk. But I think if we all did this and looked after our neighborhoods, I think it would improve things. And it doesn't take that much more energy to do it. Um, 
So I'm great. I'm grateful for the opportunity to do this. I really like the work. I think that surprises people. I think they're ready for terrible stories. You know, I can go story for story with crazy. I got 22 years of, of tenant stories and all kinds of things, everything. We've seen all of these things dead. I would rather go down the path of, <clears throat> instead of talking about tenants, is like the crazy stuff we've found, right? Sometimes <laughs> we found hidden rooms in some of our buildings. We found like, you know, basically uh, mummified animals and stuff in attics and basements and all kinds of weird uh, motorcycles that were left by uh, when we bought houses that were left in the houses. I think they're more interested to, I have a friend who just wants to like, every time we buy a house, he's like, let's go down to the States. Let's go. I want to go through the place. He's like, let's see what we can find in this crazy thing. Okay. Right. Oh, I wish I had more of those stories. Yeah. Usually they leave behind a box spring with stains on it. A dresser <laughs> with broken drawers. It's always headboards, box springs, and broken dressers. And that's what gets left behind. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to not find that. But uh, yeah, um, I'm afraid I haven't really found a lot of value. Everyone usually takes the good stuff behind. But I am, I am surprised that people have left owing rent and leave behind a jar of coins that might have 60 bucks worth of coins in it. Now, nobody uses coins anymore. That story is probably five years old, but you wonder, how can you be behind rent and leave money behind? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but uh, why would you leave it? But that just, I scratch my head. Yeah. Oh, well, but I think I find the conversation um, interesting, at least out on the West Coast. It's a fairly sophisticated um, real estate market. Uh, people are following interest rates. They're following uh, where what's being built, where because uh, they're looking for their children. At least, you know, I'm 59. So my contemporaries all have adult children now. And they're thinking, they're, so this is a friend of mine conversation. Um, and, you know, try it out. The Vancouver Sun leads with real estate on page one, two, or three every day. It's all about real estate. Uh, there's a housing crisis for homeless people, for affordability. Um, uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's the topic du jour, so to speak. Okay, well, thank you everybody for tuning in, and we hope that we got some, you got some value out of today's episode. And uh, yeah, as as usual, if you wish um, for a topic to be covered, feel free to email it to us at advanced rei talk advanced rei talk at gmail.com. And thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.